common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Now our next guest is Steve Cates, otherwise known as Dr. Sky. And he's going to tell us what the heck happened. That rocket blew up. What, what happened, Steve? <laughs> well, good evening, John. Good to be on Katz and Cosby. A big exciting day for space fans, sort of as Elon Musk launches his $3 billion skyrocket. As the rocket gets up to about 127,000 feet, well, it couldn't separate. The Starship, you know, spacecraft couldn't separate from the booster. So I'm confident, as many people are, that the range officers down there decided to put the destruct button into process. So we lost that particular rocket, but they're claiming it's a success, and it really is in many ways. I know that's ironic. It actually cleared the launch tower, which is what even Elon Musk said. He was hoping that it would at least get off the ground. And this particular rocket, what could have happened, John, is like what happened with Russia. They had an N1 moon rocket back in 1969 that was about as tall as this Elon Musk big Starship rocket. And sadly, it exploded on the launch pad. It blew the launch tower to pieces and killed about 100 people. So Elon Musk has got some credit going on here. It's the first of many test flights, as he's talked about. Now, I understand it has 33 rockets, and I heard yes. uh, from someone that five of the 33 didn't work, which uh, started to put the rocket into a tailspin. Now, that is when, correct. when you have 33 rockets, doesn't that increase your chances of having a, something go wrong? Yes, John, that's a very technical issue. But these rocket motors, just so people know, they're known as the Raptor engines. And they're a different kind of propellant. The uh, Saturn V used what's called RP-1, simply referred to as a kerosene mixture in liquid oxygen. He's using liquid oxygen and liquid methane. But going to the point, these 33 motors, they have gimbals on these. So in other words, they can move left and right to, you know, change the direction of the thrust. Apparently, as we report, five of those engines didn't work properly. So that alone would cause this rocket, if people take a look or have seen the video, it's almost sad to see the rocket going up, and now it's starting to do this circular motion. But the biggest, most dynamic thing, John, that they think they got out of this, any rocket that has to go out of space has to pass something called Max-Q. What is that? Maximum dynamic pressure, without getting too technical here. That's the greatest stress that's on a rocket when it's going up into space. And if you and I in the audience there and the studio guests were going to go to space, it takes us two and a half minutes to get to space, which space is defined at 62 miles above the Earth. And even if things went better, you and I and the rest of us listening would be weightless in orbit eight and a half minutes later. So it's a short ride up. So Elon Musk has got to do a lot on the drawing board still. And the FAA has grounded their future launches, of course. But it took a long time for them to get certified because there's 75 different compliance items that they had to do. And one of them was no launches on holidays so the people on the beaches can enjoy it. But I still think it's a success. Even but we're not we charging them admission to watch, to watch the launch. <laughs> no, they couldn't. <laughs> well, there were a lot of people there that did see it. They saw history. But hopefully they'll get this going because, John, that starship, which is made of stainless steel, that's the rocket on top, looks like a 1950s uh, you know, sci-fi movie rocket. That's the rocket that they're going to use once they get in orbit. Oh, yeah. And they're <laughs> going to go to the surface of the moon with that. Very well, I, cool. I, I just want to know what happened to. Real quick, Rudy. What happened to their stock? <laughs> it went down 17 yeah, exactly. points. Sure. 
All we right. got to check that out for sure, Rudy. You bet. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, I love uh, Steve Dr. Kent, Sky. <laughs> and we'll talk about it more. I understand you're going to be coming on my Sunday show and uh, Cats Roundtable between uh, 8 and 10. And Dr. Sky will tell us more about it on Sunday. Thank you so much. Always an honor, John. Have a good night. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.